You're listening to Cheating When Love Lies with me, your host, Jillian Hamilton. Come on, let's have an affair. On today's episode of Cheating When Love Lies. Do mature male musicians cheat when on tour? Or does the allure of having affairs with women on the road dissipate over time and as you get older? On this episode of Cheating When Love Lies, I welcome musician, singer, songwriter, and podcast host of Chasing the Blues, Tom Forst. Tom burst onto the blues music scene for a second time after a long and illustrious career as a senior executive at a major media company. One day, Tom's wife told him they paid off the last of their children's college bills. And Tom, how did you respond to that? I simply said, well, if that's the case, I'm going to quit. And my wife just looked at me and she said, okay. (laughs) So I gave them six months notice. With the release of his last album, World of Broken Hearts, an expansive pre-pandemic tour in Asia, and his podcast, Chasing the Blues, Tom continues to establish himself at the forefront of the blues music scene. Thank you so much for listening to Cheating When Love Lies. We have a great time here, and we so appreciate your support. Please continue to like, subscribe, share, and also leave comments. Those star ratings really help us. Tom, thank you so much for coming in and agreeing to talk so openly about affairs. No problem. First thing I think your fans are going to want to know about you, Tom, is did you have an affair or didn't you? Well, I haven't. Um, And I know we're going to get into that, but uh, I have been uh, tempted, Mm -hmm. I will say, many times, still am. How did you uh, resist the temptation? You know, it's a matter of... Benefit versus uh, threat and pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not one that likes uh, drama. Okay. And there's no way if you're married to get into a relationship, because that's what they are, uh, get into a relationship without having major drama and subterfuge. And uh, I'm not built well for that, I guess. So that's why you resisted. Now about how did you resist temptation? Because I've got to imagine you're a good-looking guy. You're a musician. You're, you know, the star of your own blues band. There's got to be women on tour at concerts, at after parties available to you. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes, there are. Uh, And I'm, you know, I'm 70 years old. For for me, that's a major ego story. You know, right, stroke. <laughs> but when you started playing, you were 57. Or uh, well, when I started again, right. Mm-hmm. Remember, I was on the road uh, at uh, – as soon as I graduated college, I hit the road. Right. And I was touring. But yes, back at 57 full-time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And since then, yeah, it's been a lot of, uh, a lot of potential. <laughs> right. So how? It's Is it – keeping yourself out of the circumstance? Are you very prayerful? Or, you know, do you discuss it with your wife? How do you mentally take yourself out of that temptation when I think the stereotype is most people, notice I'm not saying just men, most people, women and men in your circumstance do? Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I once saw a movie 
And uh, a young man asked an older man about my age, how did he do it? Because he was in kind of a similar situation. Mm -hmm. He said, it's simple. I keep it in my pants. Mm. I mean, that's the mechanics of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I, you know, I keep in my pants. Which raises an interesting question. So for you, are cheating in affairs about keeping in your pants or are certain intimate levels of communication, maybe texting, Maybe simply kissing, holding hands, having a secret relationship that one's partner does not know about. Does that represent cheating to you? Yes. Yes, mm. it does. Yes, it does. And that, and I, and I will say that's the issue mm-hmm. more than anything, mm. I, I believe. Because um, through my long life, um, I have, I've met many people who I really felt like I could have a relationship with. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't believe, although I, I believe my wife is my soulmate. We were married like 45 years. Oh, that's such an accomplishment. Well, that's that's what some people say. (laughs) I don't know if my wife agrees with that. Having two marriages that ended. Wow. I'd say that's pretty good. Uh, Well, you know, I I really believe that there are a lot of people that could be your soulmate out there. And I've met a bunch of them, Mm -hmm. I think, could have been. And have I entered into a relationship with them? Maybe a beginning of a relationship. And what was that? What did that look like? What qualified it as a relationship? I, I think it's, you know, understanding something about their life, mm-hmm. feeling uh, some sort of empathy, uh, mm-hmm. maybe discussing my life, mm-hmm. maybe discussing a few things that are, uh, you know, I wouldn't discuss with most people. That's kind of a relationship. Mm-hmm. And that's where the danger is, I, I believe. Right. Uh, is the emotional intimacy. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. And uh, so you feel like you've kind of been on the verge of that or experienced that, but as you say, never took it out of your pants. So therefore, you haven't been qualified as having an affair in your mind. Well, <laughs> uh, I'm probably fooling myself. Now huh. that you said that, I need to go home and <laughs> rethink my life. No. Well, no. Uh, uh, we ahead. laugh, but really a, a major theme in the show is what constitutes an affair. I, I think all of the above, mm-hmm. but I, I, I guess I ask myself, what, what constitutes an affair from my wife's perspective as well? Mm-hmm. Well, do you know the answer to that? I may. I Take a stab at it. I don't know for sure. But if you had to guess. Um, well, definitely the physical part. Right. Uh, I, I, I made a joke with you before when we were talking uh, yeah. off that, uh, you know, my wife's Sicilian, so she's 100% <laughs> Sicilian. Right. So, so if know, I were you, I'd stay in line. Could be a knife or a 38 in my, <laughs> right. in my future, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I think she would not like the uh, emotional intimacy for sure. Yes. And I think she would definitely not like the physical Intimacy, mm-hmm. for sure. And her displeasure with the emotional intimacy would preclude you from furthering any type of developing emotional intimacy that you could have or may have had? No, it's more about this. It's, it's mm-hmm. really, I am never going to take a relationship far. Mm-hmm. I am never going mm-hmm. to leave my wife, mm-hmm. ever. It's really refreshing and wonderful to hear particularly in an era when 50% of relationships do end in divorce. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Uh, it is It is rare. You know, it's because 
I, I this is a, a quick story. Sure, please. Uh, I go to college. Mm-hmm. I'm off a terrible relationship. My fault. I uh, break up with my long-term girlfriend, who I was sure I was going to spend my life with. Mm-hmm. But as soon as I, you know, I, I realized I started sniffing around college. <laughs> I thought right. I need some freedom. And just for your fans, that's the nascence of your duet with Christine Ullman. That's right. Yes. That is right. Uh, Everything is Falling is a song that I did because my guilt, and maybe this is what's framed my understanding now of Mm -hmm. relationships, my guilt of leaving this girl Mm -hmm. um, for selfish reasons, um, I think has lasted forever. Everything is falling. But anyway, my, my so I'm in college. My very first night, have no interest in any relationship. Only want to take yeah. it out of my pants, quite okay. honestly. <laughs> okay. So I meet this girl, and very first night, very okay. first night. What's she like? Describe I want to get me there. She's Italian. She is beautiful. Okay. And she's got a pretty good sense of humor. How and, did I know uh, this? You know, I like that. So, <laughs> right. So we decide to be friends. And she dates half of the student body. Mm-hmm. She's that pretty. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I do my thing and she's doing her thing. And uh, all of a sudden, one day, I bring a girl to a party and everything changes uh, that she was at. And we had, we start a relationship. Wait, you bring story, another girl to a party and she got jealous? Yes. Okay. Yes. That'll do it. Yeah. Yeah, that'll mm-hmm. do it. That'll and, do it. And I didn't even, you know, plan that one. And uh, and boom. <laughs> Unlike the other ones you planned. <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay. See, you understand me pretty well. Uh, I'm as shallow as any other man, by the way. I, I need to tell you that. But in any case, she ends up being my wife. So, ah! Yes. Oh, my God. That was a shock. Yes. I did not expect you to say that. Yeah. So, so we've been married forever, and we have gone through hell together. The normal hell that families go. Which is what? I mean, you know, family issues, child sickness, uh, mm. death, um, mm-hmm. terrible thing. Uh, almost losing our home when we were younger. Mm. Me, me um, deciding to quit the music business and become an elementary school teacher. Mm-hmm. And then I do that for five years. And then I quit that immediately and be, get into the business world. Mm-hmm. And each time she was fine with it. Mm-hmm. So, so that isn't hell. It's actually heavenly that you had such a wonderful, supportive partner. Yeah, easy to look back at it that way. But mm-hmm. during the time, it was hell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so you mentioned just now your trajectory about being a school teacher, your time in the business world. And in our earlier conversation, you said that being a senior executive was like being a rock star, you know, your current life, in terms of having access to women what did you mean by that? Yeah, and and oh, by the way, yes. uh, teachers may not know this, what? but if you're a male teacher in an elementary school, oh God, it is wild. Female teachers oh. are crazy, and you're the only male that they see all day. Real, I I need so a story. You, there's a story in there somewhere. Well, there's a there are Tell a lot of stories what? in there, but I'm just telling you. Tell me one. I'm just saying that there are uh, – well, okay. I'm yeah. sitting in uh, – I'm with a t- another teacher. Female. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we're sitting in these little desks and we're going over somebody's work for something. Right. It's and here. the next thing I know, oh, God. she is sliding her hand <laughs> down my pants. Uh, 
yeah. in the classroom. It, yeah, no students were there. Yes, it was I, just, I just the two that. of us. Okay. But yeah, yeah, and that wasn't it. I mean, that wasn't all. But again, that was, wasn't it from her. Or you're saying you had repeated events. Oh, it similar wasn't to that all with from other her, women. but there were other teachers. Come on. No, it just uh, like I say, you're the only. You know, it's like you, it doesn't you're matter what you look like or anything. You're <laughs> the only guy. Oh my god. Yeah. So, okay, so it's happened in your life as a teacher. My question was, tell me about that idea that being a senior executive, apparently a teacher and a rock star, what do those three have in common? You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's the same. It's the same thing. Uh, but the, the executive thing is just people, people love people in power. Mm. And there's a romantic part of that. And mm-hmm. they think you're smarter than you are. And, mm-hmm. you know, they don't get to know you, but they only see you, quote unquote, on stage. Yes. You know, when you're an executive. Yes. And I would, you know, I I traveled the the country, so I would, you know, fly into an area mm-hmm. and I'd go into an organization and I'd see how they were doing and I'd meet with the people mm-hmm. and just all that's like glamorous. You right. Know? You're an authority figure. Exactly. You're knowledgeable. Yeah. And, and I can hire and fire. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So did you ever hire based on... An attraction or temptation? No. Okay. No. Just the opposite. What do you mean by that? I would ne- I If I ever had temptation with somebody, I'd figure out why I had that. You know, Get I would, them the hell out of there. Well, you know what? <laughs> I shouldn't have said just the opposite. I, I, I should have said I would have been very careful. Mm-hmm. Um, no. I You'd never, be very careful. We, we discussed because of your own sort of moral and ethical values and your love and devotion to your wife. Why else would you need to be careful? Yeah. Hey, by the way, just yes. just so people don't think I'm a saint, it's not moral for me. Oh, okay. I misspoke. It's no, no. That's okay. It's okay. it's avoiding issues, drama. Yeah. Subterfuge. Uh, morally, mm-hmm. I actually think it's fine that Tell I me about that that I go out there and you know. But I, you I, think it's fine? I I do. I, I know. See, you, now I've ruined my uh, no, no, total no. image. Be, be, I, yes, I of, love. I love women. Okay. I have loved women since I had my first girlfriend in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. I just I love to talk to them. I love to look at them. I I I just do. Mm-hmm. So, so I then, I get the feeling a lot that boy, you know, it, you say, well, you know, it must be easy. Well, it's 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 a constant trial. The constant battle for you. Absolutely. So let's take it away from you for a second, sort of talk about the general idea of cheating. If I understood what you just said correctly, you think that there's a world in which it's okay. Or even you had said to me when we spoke a few days ago, I think that not being able to cheat is really unfair. That's what it's what not. Do you mean? Yeah, that's what it is. What do you mean by that? Well, it, it's not that I think it's okay. I'm not sure what it is, but okay. I, I definitely think feel that society has built this thing Hmm. i mean if you took it out if you were from you know venus and you came down here and you started looking at things you might have a totally different idea about people getting together because they liked or loved each other um despite the fact that they're in a committed relationship absolutely so yeah i and i'm ambivalent about it i i have to say but it often crosses my mind that you know men I, if if I called my two daughters right now and I said, what are men? They would say in tandem, they're slime, daddy. 
Mm. And that's because from little, little, I would say, what are men? And they'd say, she'd say, they say, they're slime. Okay, Daddy. well, where did they learn that when from little, little? They didn't have an experience in first grade, right? Or <laughs> no, that was traumatizing? I just, I, no, I just decided to put that in their minds. Ah, okay. So uh, you it was me. Okay. And, okay. And it's true. Men are slime, but we're built that way. It's nature. Nature has built us generally to be hunters. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, being in the corporate world and, and doing what I do, I am a real uh, – that's what I feel like, a hunter all the time. So how difficult is it for you if you feel that not being able to cheat is unfair, if you qualify yourself as a hunter, if it is a continual struggle? I mean, it sounds like there's this intense struggle in, in within yourself – I want to, I could, but I can't because it's dramatic. Yeah. Isn't that problematic? Well, yeah, I, it is. I guess that's what causes wars. <laughs> I, <laughs> uh, yeah. It, it. You know, it's I, – I, you balance the good with the bad, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like uh, – well, I was going to say I don't think about it every 20 seconds, but it, to be absolutely <laughs> I do. Um, it's just it, – you know, it is, you know? Okay, let's talk about your wife. So as a as a business executive – you're traveling. You have these opportunities. You did not seize them um, in terms of a sexual way, but maybe you sort of put a toe in the water, gaining some sort of emotional closeness with certain women. But your wife is home alone. And when you're on tour, she's home alone. Do you ever worry that maybe she could have those temptations? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you talk to her about it? Um, no. Why not? Because if I don't know. Oh, boy. No, no. I'm sorry. But remember how old I am. What do I have to lose? What do I have to gain, I should say, at this point? Um, From knowing? Yeah. See, I would think the opposite. I'm much, 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 much younger than you. (laughs) I'm really not. But I am younger than you are. Um, Don't you? I would feel like. The older you get, the more you'd want to know the quote-unquote truth. No, I guess no. I guess I'm just different. I, I, uh, if I, if I know, then things are going to be real problematic, and everything we've built and everything we've done is going to go away. Um, So, if you found out something happened, would you leave? I don't. I don't know. Would you be tempted to leave? Oh yeah. I guess. Sure, why not? You know, I I guess um I guess wow. it depends on the circumstances, yeah. you know? Yeah. I, people make mistakes. Yes. And, it, and it's not that I'm really Mr. Forgiving, but people are people. You know, we're we're all built yeah this way. Why why do you think 50% of marriages, you know, there's there's something either built in us or something society does for us. I mean, look at it. You can't watch TV for 20 seconds without seeing some sexual yes. uh, situation. Right. Things are so hypersexualized. Absolutely. Yes. But I, I do find it interesting that you and she have never talked about it, particularly because of your kind of profession. So if you had remained a teacher, I'd say, well, you know, you come home every night, you're together every night. That really doesn't lend itself to circumstances where an affair could materialize for either of you. But with your two careers... And 
this kind of opportunity, and as you're saying, moments of quote-unquote hell, although it's a very clearly solid and established relationship after 45 years, that you've never talked about it. Well, we have have talked about it only because – and my wife doesn't – you know, she's not a roadie type, um, but – what do you she, mean by that? She, she, you know, she didn't follow me around on the road and see everything. Right. Okay. Right. But, so she's home. So with the she's kids. home. Mm-hmm. But um, even now, she sees it. You know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm on a gig, right? I come off stage, and there are just a ton of women around. That's just, you know, it, it's true. I'm not making it up. It's actually true. And how does she respond to that? She's fine with it. Uh-huh. I, she's fine with it. She understands. My wife has... Um, and you know she's fine with it because you asked her or you just... Oh, yes, because like we've, we've discussed okay. it. Yeah. So if you don't... Can you tell me a little bit about what those discussions are like? I'm fine with it because I know that you love me and you're coming home with me. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I think that's what you just answered it. I, oh. I think that's really the deal. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, and I'm, I mean, I, I've sp- explained to her. I have. I said, okay, picture this. I I meet somebody on it on a show who I don't know who they are. Right. They're going to take me home. I'm not going to take them home. So now I'm going to a place where I don't know the place. I don't right. know the person. Right. We're going to do things that I'm not sure about. Right. Uh, and then later on, I'm going to worry. You know, geez, I hope I don't have a disease, or right. uh, you know, I hope there's not some other issue. I hope she doesn't come knocking on my door. Right. It's very unlikely that I'm going to go through that, and I've ex- I've said that to my wife. Mm-hmm. But she also knows me and knows that I love women. Mm-hmm. I just, I just, mm-hmm. I love you, folks. So she must really value that you honor this long-standing commitment to your marriage, which is frankly rather rare. I mean, look at the job that I do. I talk to people all day long that don't behave that way. Yeah. I, I don't know if she appreciates it or if she just realizes that I'm um, risk averse, mm-hmm. you know, because it is it is some it is mm-hmm. some of that. Mm-hmm. Again, it's not all moralistic. It's right. It's an aversion to these to, issues. I understand. Yes. You've articulated that very well. So you travel around the world performing. And most recently, it's been in China. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what observation can you make about how cheating is perceived differently in different cultures? Well, I don't know, but I got to tell you, <laughs> you want to be, uh, man, uh, the women in China mm-hmm. were, I usually play for, you know, if I'm doing a blues room, the women are probably 40 plus, right? Mm-hmm. And that's that's still great. But if you're in China, the blues thing is – it's not like blues. It's like you're an American rock star. They don't know. They okay. Know they don't differentiate the, the style. Right. Okay. So these are – and they're 20-year-olds. I'm wondering if they're not even 20. I don't even know. But huh. – and they come at you. Draw I mean, the they picture just, for me. They just come like at rushing you. Rushing the stage or what? What's well, happening? not when you're, you know, not on the stage because okay. they're too. They're very classy. The the people I've met, uh-huh. but they're young and they're beautiful and they're dressed to the hilt and huh. they're very friendly. I'll put it that way. Tell me, be be more descriptive, because I I haven't spent time in blues bars in China. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the, the little English that they speak, mm-hmm. it's pretty obvious that, you know, something else could go beyond the just sitting together and chatting. 
but they, you know, their hands are, you know, they're very touchy feely. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't mind getting very close. Mm-hmm. And this is all pre COVID, obviously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Um, so and you, you get the distinct feeling that, you know, something else could happen. Right. Wow. At such a young, at 20s? Yeah, I'm telling you. I know. I'm shocked myself, honestly. I mean, I look in the mirror and I'm thinking, my God, I'm old enough to be your grandfather, you know? Right. Yeah. And I, as I was joking to you before, I looked at some of these women and I was thinking, there's probably not enough Viagra in China <laughs> for me to what? do anything here. What do you mean? Like, you need a lot of Viagra? Or, I, I might I for 20-year-olds. <laughs> Maybe for twenty-year-olds. I, 20 year old. I yeah. don't want. You know, my biggest fear would be to die there with a heart attack. Oh, I did. A friend of mine told me a story like that recently. Yes, really. Yes, someone he knew was having an affair. This married woman was having an affair with this guy, and he was taking all these different medications, and he couldn't take erectile dysfunction pills with his medication, but he wanted to please her, so he took some, and he died. Well, that's the best way to go. Well, not if you're her husband, it's not. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you know what? They hid it from her husband. I don't think he ever found out. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> so, provided he wasn't married, it's a good way to go for him. Uh, it'd be a good way to go for me. <laughs> you can't, you're never listen, gonna there's do no that. fear of getting caught. Right. Think about it. Okay. You did what you wanted and it's over. And it's over. Okay. But it doesn't sound like that's going to happen in your situation. I hope not. So you're saying that you have these women, they're they're coming after you. Do you have any examples of how this happens outside of Asia? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I'll give you one that really stood out in my mind. Uh, about five years ago, mm-hmm. I was playing with a band. I was actually a sideman, so mm-hmm. I'm just a guitar player, you know? Right. So I wasn't a star of the show. I'm just in the band. Mm-hmm. And we're playing at this place, uh, which is part of a hotel. Mm-hmm. So I got my room upstairs, uh-huh. you know. Uh, I know. And uh, that doesn't happen often. Okay. Wait, and about how old are you at this time? 65. Okay. Approximately. Okay. Um, which is also my IQ. <laughs> anyway, so I'm, uh, I'm get off stage. Yeah. And I'm walking around and a girl comes up and she says, you know, Boy, you guys really sound great. And I'm looking at her and I'm thinking, okay, she's probably in her 20s somewhere, Mm -hmm. you know. And she said she's a college girl. And then two other college girls show up next to her. And they start, she said, you know, you must have been beautiful when you were younger. And I thought, well, Uh, that's a, that's a compliment that nobody wants to hear. But then they start to talk about how they would like to take me home. No. I know. And I got to tell you, you know, I I didn't do anything. But sitting there thinking, God, three girls at once. Girls, literally girls. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. Oh, my gosh. And I didn't, obviously, I didn't do anything. But um, what do you mean you didn't do anything? You're sitting there talking to these people about what they're going to do to you. Well, they brought it up. I swear mm. to God, I, I didn't say mm. a word. The good old, it's not me, it's him. It was just, well, in this case, yes. I mean, I, I have been guilty of, you know, uh, flirting. And I, like I said, I love women. Mm-hmm. So I, you give me two drinks and I'm dangerous, you know. But I didn't do anything. And they did everything. And I thought, yeah. They did and everything, I, meaning talking and flirting and kind of. Yes, it, saying they would love to take me home. And then, uh, what, how did you respond to that? 
I I simply said, thank you so much. That is such a a nice stroke for my ego. And uh, I got to get back on stage. I mean, it's no big deal. Wow. Yeah. So that was and it. By the way, that's only happened once, but it was a, a right. nice, nice memory. Well, it happened once, but according to what I've heard from you, that the young twenty-somethings, it's not uncommon. Well, it is. It is. It is not common here. Okay. It was. It was very common in Asia. Right. Yeah. Now I know a guy in his sixties and dates a twenty-three-year-old. Yeah, I see. My youngest is. You know, thirty-five. Right. I mean, just, I, I can't date someone younger than my kid. You know, yeah. same age as his kid. It's it's and, a little weird to me, but hey. And you know, we were talking about songs mm-hmm. uh, before, and one of the songs that I wrote after that is called "The Wolves at the Door." Based on that story, it, it is. Ah, okay. The and and what I was saying earlier is that the wolf's always at the door, and that's why mm. the ever vigilant thing mm-hmm. uh, is very important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What other songs um, will your fans and listeners, people that know your work, what would you lead them to to really get a sense of how you feel about relationships, how you feel, not your alter ego, but how you feel about relationships and love and commitment. Yeah, you know, I, I think part and parcel of that is that not only do I love women, I respect women, mm. and I actually think that they are superior in general to men. I've always felt that way. And uh, I wrote a song with a friend called Women of the World. Mm-hmm. And the whole idea is what would happen if women controlled the world mm-hmm. instead of men? Because men still are controlling right, yes. countries. Mm-hmm. And I and I my contention is that the world would be so much better if women were in charge. Mm-hmm. They're deeper thinkers. Um they're not going to, you know, put the bu- their finger on the button, you know. It's you know to to blow everybody up. I I just think there would be more mm-hmm. talking, more sensitivity. That's all. Mm-hmm. So that that's where that is. On the other hand, you know, I wrote a song called Unfaithfully Yours. That's why I'm signing this Unfaithfully Yours. Oh, okay. Now we're talking. Now yeah. we're getting the theme of my show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's that about? Your, Unfaithfully is that your Yours you know, is, you? is about a guy who's so surface and so shallow uh-huh. that he knows he's going to cheat. And right. he he goes out with women knowing he's going to find somebody else in two minutes. Right. And he's always writing this letter called, I signed it unfaithfully yours. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Yeah, okay, so, so we'll have to look out for that one. I knew you had to have at least one song oh, I that got was a, relevant I, to my... Actually, I got a million of them. There's mm-hmm. a, a song called She Was Right, and it's all about a mother who tells the boy, young boy, that you know you got to watch women because they'll whine you and dine you and they'll drop you. Mm-hmm. And um, every verse is. Wait, the woman was, will wine you? No, she'll I'm wine confused. you and dine you. Yes. Oh, and she'll and, drop you. And then she'll drop you. Okay. And then uh, at the end, I said, uh, you know, she, I always said she was right on the hook, but in the last line, it's thank God she was right because yeah. you still have the relationships. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the last one, I, I guess I would mention is yes. Consolation Man. It's uh, what's that about? It, it's a guy. It's a. It's a guy who 
is taken advantage of by a woman. In what way? Um, both both sexually and emotionally, mm-hmm. and 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 yet he knows it. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, he's happy. How can he be happy after having been taken advantage of? He wants to be taken advantage of. Believe it or not, I understand that. Mm. It's like a submissive thing. I think so. Or the relationship is so important that as long as you have it, it's payback enough. Wow. That's kind of unfortunate, right? I don't know. I guess you have to be in that situation. Mm-hmm. Seems like it would be kind of miserable, though. Maybe after. Maybe after. Yeah. But when you're in the presence of that individual, it's, exactly. it suffices. Exactly. But I think it, there's some point where it just gets old and you have to let go. Maybe. I think there are people out there who we all know huh. who are in those kinds of relationships. Where they're mistreated. Yes. But they're just happy to be present and have the other person. Yeah. Hmm. I think that's very true. And that might be one reason I stick around with my own wife because I don't feel that way. You know, I, I'm not I'm not that guy. I can't, that can't happen to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not in my makeup. But I know a lot of people who are in those situations. So then why did you just say maybe that's why – that's what happened to me with my wife. Did you just say that? Or no, I said it, that's why I'm with my wife. It won't happen to I me. I see. Okay. And that's important. Right. You're saying that she'll never be mean or abusive or treat you in a way that would belittle you and you would nonetheless stay. That would never happen. In 45 years, she has never embarrassed me. Hmm. That's important. What would embarrass you? I, I just mean generally anything. Anything out there in the world, never... Something she'd say, something she'd wear, somebody... Yeah, she never says anything to belittle, whether it's uh, on our own or in public, Mm -hmm. you know. We support support each other. We're like uh, two against the world. Well, now you've crystallized it for me. That can make a relationship last for 45 years. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, because the other romance and drama that can all fade away but really knowing that you have that person to wholly and fully rely on and to know that for 45 years neither of you has ever said anything derisive about or to the other that's incredible well you know and to be fair we've never been we've we've been mad at each other yes we've never ever done anything to make each other seem you know small Mm mm-hmm um, so you see other musicians, um, you travel with other musicians who cheat, yes? You observe them. So they may have these women on them after the show and they're going home with them. They're cheating. No? Yeah, you know, I, yes. Um, okay. I, I only observe the, you know, beginnings of it. I don't obviously. Right, no, I didn't say you <laughs> were voyeur. Not in Uh, Too bad. Uh, Yeah, right. So you witnessed this. Next show I'll I'll do that for you. So, you know, knowing that you've witnessed this, do you find that they, and I mean both men and women, whether it's the woman being unfaithful or the man, do you find that they have regret 
The morning after, ever, only if the marriage falls apart? You know, I, I can't help you with that because I, I, I'm a solitary figure, you know. I, mm. I, unless you're my best friend mm-hmm. and I have several best friends, uh, I don't talk about your, your you know, your, mm. your private life. Um, so, and, and I think most people know that. So I don't get a lot of that, mm-hmm. you know, people telling me, Hey, you know, I mean, I get the bragging, you can hear the bragging, but God only knows what, what, what they're all truly experiencing. Oh emotion. yeah. Yes. That, okay. You know, has cheating ever been a theme in your music? So world of broken hearts, um, is about relationships. Yeah. Yeah. It's has cheating ever been a theme in your music? A- absolutely. Absolutely, and and it takes on a dark, mm. more of a. I, I kind of write in in dark feelings. Not always, mm-hmm. not always, but yes, it, it has. And and uh, my music is like most musicians, I believe. It's uh, some part reality, and some part fantasy, and some part me, and some part other people I've met. Mm-hmm. Just and it, I'll tell you, sometimes it's hard to distinguish between them. And which song would it be that we could go back and listen to and say, oh, there's Tom referencing affairs and fidelity? Where would we find that? Um, <laughs> there's one song called I'm Never Gonna Leave You, and people think it's a love song, mm. but it's really about a guy who says, listen, we're together, mm-hmm. and if you leave me, <laughs> I'm going to kill you. Oh, God. Yeah. But people have said to me— I hope that, that was your alternate voice talking and not you. Yeah. Okay. It's a it's a pretty—people uh, say, oh, what a beautiful love song. Well, <laughs> they mm-hmm. didn't really listen to the words because <laughs> it says, uh, you know, you're ever going to leave me uh, till death does do us part. And uh, there's a part in here that said, um, you know, they're gonna, your, your ideas are going to cut you like a knife. Oh, uh, and you meant so, – so, well, yeah. let's get serious for a second. Whose voice was that? Oh, that's – What inspired that? That's, that's not mine. I okay. don't have – I want everybody to get along. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't have that in me. I mean, I – Did you ever I, witness that or what would inspire no, that No, no. Of... Fantasy. Okay. Fantasy, mm-hmm. honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I say, it's all a little bit me. It's a little bit somebody else and, you know, a little bit of make-believe and God only knows what else. I agree with that because even in my writing, there's some of me in every single story. Yeah. It's very difficult to distinguish between your characters and yourself and the, the experiences that you have, how they're relevant to the stories and to the lyrics. So true. And and my music is ambiguous. Um, hmm. I stopped preaching when I wrote a long time ago. So hmm. I like my listeners to be able to take maybe three or four stories out of it mm-hmm. Um you know, to glean some information out of it that's relevant to themselves. Mm-hmm. And I try not to make hard and fast uh, pronouncements, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you seem like a rather open-minded, non-judgmental person. Yeah, sometimes. I mean, I'm human, but yeah. How was your relationship during the pandemic? How did that go? <laughs> Well, I think my wife probably wanted to kill me. Why? Uh, no, just that I was in the house constantly because right. I have a studio in my house. I know. The, uh, many women I know whose husbands work outside the home, they said, oh, my God, I've just yeah. discovered this person. Who is he? 
Yeah, well, I, we knew each other pretty well. So mm-hmm. actually, you know, all kidding aside, we did pretty well mm-hmm. uh, by most people's standards. Mm-hmm. My wife's easy to get along with, you know, mm-hmm. unless you, you know, get her really mad. Um, then she's then she's Italian. Did you, but, you know. did you learn more about each other or what do you think nah. was bettered during the time? <laughs> I don't think there's much more to go uh-huh. uh, after 45 years, honestly. Really? Well, see, we start. You have to understand. We didn't start off as lovers. I think we. Yes, that story was incredible that you said about college being friends. And that might be the reason yeah. that this all built because. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally, we would get together at, in the end of the evening and say, "Well, you know, I went out with Johnny, and Johnny's great. And I got well, I went out with Sally, and yeah, you know, huh? And we were friends. So for how long? Uh, all the way through college. Oh, wow. Yeah, so we're talking, we're talking, well, no, I shouldn't say that. Three years of college, the fourth year, it turned serious. Right, because, wait, it was you or she that walked in with somebody else. No, I you... walked in with someone else. Okay, but why and was that walk-in different than the others? I don't know. I don't know. It just, uh, I, I think the, you know, the clock was going a little bit and it, right. hit, it hit the tipping point and, uh, uh, mixing my metaphors, but right. uh, anyway. But, and what did, did she say something like, how could you do this? How yeah, did it, well, was the... it was, she just was annoyed and it was obvious. And we had a conversation the next day and we decided huh. together that, oh, okay, now this is turning to mm. a real relationship. And, you know, maybe we should just see each other and see how that works. It was that kind of thing. So we starting off as friends is a pretty good thing. It is. I had a friend of mine say to me, you know, relationship is friendship on fire. Ooh, that's nice. I may use that. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> may, Not if I use it in the story first. That may first. be. <laughs> You're not getting anything. <laughs> I know. He texted it to me. And he said, we were just talking about relationships. He said, a relationship is friendship on fire. That's great. That's I'll a great I'll put that one. on my on fire album. <laughs> yeah. um, it's true, though. I think it gives you that very, very solid foundation and ability to be very truthful and honest. Yeah, so I, that's what I was getting at, I mm-hmm. think, is that I saw the real person because she mm. wasn't trying to, you know, court me. Right. You know, and my like I say, my wife was gorgeous, and mm-hmm. she had, you know, a million people after her. My own friends in college were telling me they had a crush on her, mm-hmm. you know, it was that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And the only fight I ever got in in college was a best friend who hit on her, you know, right in front of me. Uh, Once you were together as a couple? Yeah, yeah, we were together, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we're not friends anymore. Well, <laughs> I was going to say, is he dead now? No. Um, no, I broke my father's watch on his face, though. You did? I was wearing, hey, <laughs> wouldn't you know it, you know? My father lends me his watch and I... That one day. And, and it broke the crystal. Oh, my goodness. That's the only time I've ever been, just so anybody knows in case, you know... Anything right. happens. <laughs> I am not violent. In case after, in case you don't like this interview, and I go missing. I know that's <laughs> a, my point. <laughs> well, is there anything else that you would like to add about this idea of cheating and affairs, based on your life, your experience, or what you would say to others who are thinking, "Hmm, should I or shouldn't I?" Yeah, you know what? I I don't have advice for anybody because if you're doing it and it's feels good to you and it feels right to you then you know great and if and if you're willing to take all the 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 problems that go along with it then mm-hmm. god bless you you mm-hmm. know i'm just i'm just uh i'm at a point where you know that's just not 
in the car. I mean, and by the way, yes. to be totally honest. Oh, boy. Like you haven't been thus Yeah, right. I know. I hate people <laughs> that say that, actually. Uh, I don't know what the future is going to bring. Mm-hmm. I, I could go tomorrow and something could happen. Hmm. I, I don't know. And I think. But what would have to change in you? You'd have to relinquish that fear of getting caught. I don't know. The right women, the right woman, uh, the right time. Oh, I never believe that. I never believe it when guys say the right woman because guys don't find they choose. You don't find a woman. You choose a woman. You guys make a decision. They choose. Okay, you. I'll take you. Well, you sound awfully judgmental. I am. <laughs> aren't, aren't I Tom, the engineer? <laughs> Typically. No. Excuse me. Okay, before any listener right, jumps down right. my throat. Typically, that's what happens. I guess. You know, You know. it's 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 funny. Sometimes I think I'm progressive and sometimes I think I'm, you know, a 50s idiot. I, I don't know. Right. It's So – but just to go back to the point, I think that you'd have to wake up one morning and say, you know what? I changed my mind. No, I don't, I don't know. I don't, mm. I, let me just say, I don't know. And I w- if, you, if it's advice, mm-hmm. the only thing I would say is you can't take any relationship for granted mm. and you have to be ever vigilant. And if you're not, I think that's when the time – I mean, I'm telling you, I have met some wom- women that have had it all. Mm-hmm. Beautiful and and young. I mean, you know. Well, I, I take a little bit of umbrage to that because I don't think young is necessarily better. But no, I get your point. I, no, get your point. You're, get your point. Uh, no, no. You know point. what? I shouldn't have said it that way. You're you're absolutely right. Okay. Some of the most beautiful women I have ever met could be more mature. Have been older. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And there's a inward and you're saying beauty, beauty and an correct. Yes, you're yeah, saying yeah. the beauty of the spirit. Not yeah, just aesthetically. Okay. But you know, I have and. You know, as as I started off saying, mm. have I ever been tempted all the time? You know, it's just so ever vigilance the way to Approach the way it. to go. Yeah. For you. For me. Mm-hmm. Only for me. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. I had oh. a great time talking to you. I hope you're going to erase all of this now because, no. you know, my wife cannot hear any of this. So thank of course you. she's going to hear. Well, we're, she's on next week. You didn't know that? <laughs> no, we have. What's your next show? Divorces? <laughs> we thank have you. the answer to Tom's interview. Uh, what a great show. Thank you thank so you much. Thank you so much. Great to see you. Thank you for listening to Cheating When Love Lies. Please remember to share, subscribe, and like, and definitely leave those star ratings and comments. We'd love to hear from you. See you next time.